All right. Uh, hello, everyone. Um, I'm so glad that you're tuning in with us. I hope you're all doing well. You're staying safe and healthy. I'm super glad that I get to share with you tonight. So we all have that one friend who is showing off and completely embarrass themselves in some fashion. Maybe it was recently, maybe you are that friend. I remember I was at a friend's house and there's a small coffee table he owned. He decided to stand on this coffee table and started rocking back and forth and side to side. He started saying things like, ooh, look at me, Ryan, you can't do this, you can't do get injured. The foundation he was on was unsturdy and weak. It couldn't support him. I'm going to talk about foundations tonight and what I'm talking about is the and what I'm talking about is the supporting layer upon which we rest our lives on. For many, this could look different. Foundations could be in money, a career, security, school or family. Maybe in the past you've had a shaky foundation or your foundation may currently be unstable, rocky, or just weak. Tonight, we're gonna look over what it looks like to have Christ as your firm foundation. We're going to look through a passage in Philippians chapter two. We'll read together verses 14 through 16. Do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. In the Christian life, it is crucial to have a firm foundation that is rooted in Christ in order to stay on the path God wants for us. His path is not to be influenced and distracted by worldly things. In your life as a student, some worries might be financially related, the urge to succeed, the pressure to perform well, or just accumulate a high social status. These can be very detrimental for your walk as a Christian if you elevate them to a higher priority than God. If our foundation rests on success, on school, on a career path, on money, on a relationship, or on family, we will end up disappointed and drained emotionally, physically, and spiritually. When building your life around money, you will actually be robbing yourself of experiencing true life. When you immerse yourself with your future job to the point of being a workaholic, you'll neglect the meaningful relationships around you. I want to emphasize that none of these are none of these things are inherently bad. It's just not wise to make idols of them because you will be led astray from your relationship with God. I can't talk about a firm foundation without mentioning a skyscraper. There's a ton of excavation and digging in order to stay in order to lay a steady and immovable foundation to support a building that stands 40 plus stories. If there's no deep foundation below the skyscraper, it's going to topple over. Similarly, if Christ is not the foundation of your life, it's going to be tough 
and meaningful growth will actually be inhibited. So then a huge question in life is, how do we develop a deep foundation in Christ? If we can answer this question in a, pra in a practical and applicable way, we can completely change our life for the better. Tonight, I'm going to suggest two ways that can be helpful for you in holding a firm foundation in your walk with Christ. One way is to obey God's word. Seems like a no-brainer, but it's vital. As we read in Philippians chapter 2, verses 16, Paul urges the believers to hold firmly to the word of life. So even in the highest of highs or the lowest of lows, we must hold steadfast in our relationship with Jesus and live out what he teaches. That is going to be extremely difficult when the pressures of life and temptation to sin are right before you. As a college student, you've experienced some adversity, trouble, temptation. You may be currently going through a tough time right now. Some common approaches people try to seek comfort in in the storms of life can be immersing themselves in TV shows, alcohol, drugs, shopping, eating food, pornography, or investing in a shallow relationship. These are unhealthy methods to seek refuge and comfort in. We must rely on the one and true solid rock who is our immovable foundation. That's Christ Jesus. Your life is going to be tested. Where are you going to run for refuge? Are you going to hold firmly to the word of life or are you going to conform to the world? In Luke chapter six, verse 47 to 49, Jesus says, Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, it immediately fell the ruin of that house was great. There are two types of people Jesus is describing in this verse. Those who obey him and those who don't. They have different outcomes when the storms of life comes their way. Either they get destroyed altogether or remain steadfast and immovable. A practical way to stay grounded in Christ during the storms is to take a breath, retreat if you have to, and spend time with God in prayer. Another way is to spend time in God's word daily. How more intimate would your time be with God if you woke up 30 minutes earlier to read his word? In the past, I would face issues by pulling up Netflix. I was attempting to escape reality through binge watching TV shows. Inevitably, getting out of this Netflix binge was another obstacle to leave in order to combat the issues that really needed to be addressed. Some time ago, I was going through a season of emotional stress and tension. What kept me moving forward was reading God's word and spending time with him. I would immerse myself in scripture through prayer, meditation, verse memory, and studying the Bible. During that season, I learned that being planted in God's word and obeying him is infinitely more valuable than any adversity. The second thing I wanted to mention in holding a firm foundation in Christ is to be rooted in fellowship. 
the most important foundation we should live and build our lives on is Jesus. Let's not forget that, that, that we should also, you know, have deep roots in community. Sturdy trees have a root system that spreads abundantly deep and wide below the surface. Similarly, to stand sturdy, we need to have a we need to have fellowship with believers who care for us, pray for us, and point us to the truth. Fellowship isn't hanging out with your best buds, playing Warzone, or watching movies. Fellowship is building up one another in community and in loving relationships with each other. Isn't it interesting, while the Apostle Paul was in prison, he wrote to the churches to encourage them, even while he was physically away from them. He stood firm in his foundations and valued fellowship with other believers. Throughout the rest of chapter 2 of Philippians, Paul speaks highly of his companions, Timothy and Epaphroditus. Timothy was concerned for their welfare, and he also served alongside Paul in spreading the gospel. Paul, Timothy, and Epaphroditus, they were eager and looked forward to seeing the Philippian church. From their examples, we can see that fellowship is being sacrificial with your time, not selfish with your time. As Christians, we shouldn't skimp out on meeting together. Mediocre accountability and isolation slowly leads to hopelessness and helplessness. I was, I was watching this wildlife video, which had like 20 hyenas surrounding a full-grown lion. They're honestly going to have him for lunch. The lion was able to fend off maybe one or two hyenas at a time, but the whole pack was so overwhelming because they attacked at just different angles. There were a couple times the lion just sat there, hopeless, tired, and ready to give up. Then suddenly another lion arrived and the, and the hyenas began to back off. It took only one lion's arrival to change the odds. In the highest of highs and the lowest of low, lows, we need God, we need God's word, and we need one another. We should strive for community, not seclusion. And in appropriate context, we should be open and honest and not secretive. Fellowship is a two-way street. We must outwardly encourage, love, and lend help to other brothers and sisters. And we must also reach out and communicate the adversities we're experiencing. As we close out, let's look to Jesus as our firm foundation and hold with a tight grip God's word. Additionally, we should continually pursue fellowship by doing life with other believers. The enemy He's going to do whatever it takes to keep you apart from other believers and ultimately away from God. And when those distractions come knocking on the door, I plead with you to stay firmly planted as a child of God. In doing so, you will be a bright light in the darkness, set apart, not conforming to the patterns of this world. Why don't you go ahead and pray with me? Uh, God, I just thank you for today. Uh, thank you for just who you are and just being our immovable rock, uh, our solid foundation. I ask that we all would just hold with a tight grip your word. Um, and I pray that we just live obediently to your word, uh, doing what you have said. And I pray also that we would just uh, strive for fellowship and community with other believers, Lord, people who would just point us to the truth, who would pray for us um, and who will be there for us. And I ask that during the times of adversity, 
in, in the storms of life, that we would just be firmly planted as children of God. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.